minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Thursday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Because if we have love in our hearts and I have faith, trust in you, then we'll find a home, we'll find a home together. Journey 
Oh, hello. 
אוטוטו, אוטוטו, בקרוב, בימינו.
Ein Habein, ja, Kili, Ephraim. Im Jelet, Schabashim. Habein, Habein, ja, Kili, Ephraim. Im Jelet,
JM in the AM with Yehuda Green. I think we'll do at least one more from Yehuda Green. Got a lot of great selections. Excuse me. He's got a lot of, a lot of great selections for this time of year. Uh, that's Hashem Mela from the album entitled Peace in My Heart. Uh, Yechiel Fligman and Habein Yakir Levi Sarav done by Gabi Cohen. Sandy Shmueli brand new with Atata. Bini, that was Baruch Levine. Lipa had Rachel. Home done by the Solomon Brothers. And of course, Regesh Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. Welcome to a Thursday, believe it or not. That is hard. That is hard to believe. The 29th of September, day four in the month of Tishrei, fourth day of the brand new year, 5783. Tufshin Pei Gimel. My name is Nahum Siegel, and it's a pleasure to welcome you to JM in the AM. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Siegel Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. It's a Thursday. means it's a packed day with a lot of great programming, including the Thursday Live Lunch conducted by Yossi Zweig, coming up at 11 a.m. Eastern time right here on the Nahum Siegel Network. And, of course, we will go through the entire schedule for you coming up. Malcolm Holine expected tomorrow. Weekly update at 7.40 a.m. on Fridays. Make sure to be tuned in tomorrow morning. We'll get the latest and greatest about what's going on in this amazing world of ours as uh, we open up the brand new year with tremendous hope and optimism. Let's hope that that hope and optimism materializes into a great 5783. Our El Tishrei Chesed campaign is in full swing in memory of Yaakov Michal ben HaChavar Yisrael. Those of you who uh, want information, you can go to nachomsegel.com slash chesed, nachomsegel.com slash chesed. One of the links you'll find there is the link to donate tickets for underprivileged families who can't afford a great Cholomoy trip. NCSY, again, in New Jersey, has uh, has uh, opened up the uh, donation page, ncsygreatadventure.com slash donate, ncsygreatadventure.com slash donate. And you can... Um, purchase tickets and donate them so that they can be distributed to underprivileged children and families so that they have an amazing and wonderful Cholhamoid activity just like everybody else. And Kolakavod, Rabbi Algus, and to everybody who's uh, supervising that fund so that the, um, the goal of getting youngsters out of a situation of boredom and into a situation of enjoying cholamoid materializes. Um, Rabbi Benzion Klatsko, I'm telling, I'm, I'm told, is going to be our guest coming up in hour number two. Very much looking forward to speaking to him. There is a um, an initiative called Siyum Yomi. Siyum Yomi. Uh, I guess uh, translated into um, daily completion. And we will explain, or at least he'll help us explain, what it's about and what the initiative is coming up in hour number two this morning here at JMNAM. Our thoughts and prayers with the um, brothers and sisters down in Florida. My gosh. Uh, this hurricane has uh, just devastated many areas of Florida. People are in very dangerous and precarious situations. And we pray primarily, of course, for everybody's safety. Uh, it is um, hard to watch some of the videos that people have been posting 
of the people who had stayed in the area and not evacuated and what they are enduring at this time. So we pray for our brothers and sisters down in Florida who have quite a challenging time at the moment, and that challenging time, no doubt, will be lasting for a while. Another one of those episodes that reminds us of who's in charge and um, who's in control. It's interesting. We just we just spent our first days of the brand new year on Rosh Hashanah, the first two days of the brand new year, focused on uh, on people's fate. Miva Esh, Miva Mayim, who by fire, who by water. And you see this devastation by water and it is hard not to think about the control that the one above has over all of us. Important message for this time of year and, frankly, any time of year. JM in the AM, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Much appreciated. We're here until 9 a.m. It's a Thursday. I know it doesn't feel like a Thursday, but it's a Thursday. <laughs> and plenty more coming up if you keep it right here at JM in the AM.
J.M. and the A.M. Wrapping up the hour with Helenu. That's Yaakov Shweki. Avinu Malkeinu, which <laughs> is more a uh, Matzei Shabbos Saturday night selection from Swilly Tversky. <laughs> Always interesting to learn these things uh, as the uh, as the song is playing. But what can I tell you? <laughs> uh, Yehuda Green had Avinu Malkeinu. That's uh, one that we can relate to in terms of this time of year. This time of year specifically. Hey, the sukkah shotgun information is up at nachomsegel.com slash chesed. If you have a sukkah that's sitting in your basement or garage, boy, can they use it. Go to nachomsegel.com slash chesed for information about the sukkah shotgun and how your used sukkah could be a uh, tremendous help to a family out there. That's an understatement. Oh, congratulations to Aaron Judge, right? Us big Yankee fans would be inappropriate not to mention that at some point this morning. Congratulations on 61. Galei Tzal, Israel Army Radio, next to JMDM. Galei Tzal, Hashah Ashtai. Shalom Rav, Baulpan Ehud Graf, in Mashakore Achshav. באופן רשמי, נשיא רוסיה ולדימיר פוטין יחתום מחר על סיפוח ארבעת המחוזות באוקראינה, בהם נערכו משאלי העם. מדווח כתב חדשות החוץ יונתן גריל. לפי הודעת הקרמלין, פוטין יכנס מחר בשעה שלוש מסיבת עיתונאים, בה יכריז בטקס חגיגי על סיפוח המחוזות דונייץ, קלוהנסק, זפוריז'יה וחרסון. השבוע נערכו במחוזות הבדלניים באוקראינה משאלי עם, שבהם הכוחות הרוסים כפו על האזרחים להצביע תוך איומים בנשק. משרד החוץ של ישראל כבר הודיע כי לא יכיר בתוצאות משאלי העם. לקראת הדיון בפסילת רשימות לכנסת שיחל בשעה הקרובה, היועצת המשפטית לממשלה הודיעה 
אין עילה לפסילת בל"ד ורע"מ. מדווח כתב התחום הפוליטי שחר גליק. היועצת המשפטית לממשלה, גלי בהרב מיארה, כותבת בחוות דעתה כי בל"ד ועקרונותיה אומנם קרובים לתחום האסור שמביא לפסילתם, אבל אין ראייה שבשנים האחרונות חברי המפלגה פעלו כדי לממש את האידיאולוגיה השוללת את מדינת ישראל. גם לגבי רע"מ קובעת בהרב מיארה כי לדעתה אין מספיק הוכחות שחברי מפלגתו של עבאס תומכים במאבק חמוש של ארגוני טרור. אחרי נסיגה בעבודה המשותפת, מנגנוני הביטחון של הרשות הפלסטינית מראים סימנים של חזרה לשיתוף פעולה עם ישראל. כך טוען גורם ביטחוני ישראלי. עם הפרטים כתבנו לענייני ערבים, ג'קי חוגי. אותו גורם אומר לגלי צה"ל, אנחנו מרגישים התעוררות מצידם ורואים זאת בחיוב רב. הפלסטינים חזרו לבצע מעצרים ולאסוף מידע על מבוקשים. השינוי לטובה מורגש במיוחד בשבועיים האחרונים ברקע נאום ראש הממשלה לפיד באו"ם ותגובתו החיובית של אבו מאזן. כזכור, בראש השנה התקשר היושב ראש ואיחל שנה טובה לשר הביטחון בני גנץ. כתב אישום הוגש נגד חברת בזן, בתי זיקוק לנפט, בגין גרימת זיהום אוויר וחריגה ממגבלות פליטת הגז. השרה להגנת הסביבה תמר זנדברג התייחסה לכתב האישום ואמרה יש לפעול לפינוי מפרץ חיפה מתעשייה מזהמת. עלינו להתקדם עם פינוי מפרץ חיפה מהתעשייה הפטרוכימית המזהמת כפי שנקבע בהחלטת הממשלה, ובטווח הארוך יותר להאיץ את המעבר לכלכלה דלת פחמן. מקבוצת בזן נמסר בתגובה לכתב האישום כי העיתוי אינו מקרי, וכי היא מכחישה את הטענות שעולות מכתב האישום ותוכיח את טענותיה בבית המשפט. ידיעה שמסר כתבנו בחיפה, קובי מנדל. תולה את המחבט. לאחר שהודיע על פרישה בתום 26 שנות קריירה, הטניסאי הישראלי יוני ארליך סיפר לעידן קוולר ולאורי אוזן בעושים ספורט על הפציעה שהכריעה אותו רגע לפני המשחק אמש בטורניר ה-ATP. קיבלתי התקף של, של הדיסק ביום ראשון בערב, אז אמרתי בסדר, ננוח קצת, נעבור, ניקח כדורים, ניקח זריקה, הכל בסדר, ולא עבר. דווקא בחדר הלבשה, שאחרי שסיימתי שם, התייעצו מה עוד אפשר לעשות שעוד לא עשינו, כי היה לנו עוד איזה שעה להחליט. שם כזה באמת היה רגע של התפרצות של כאב ובכי, וידעתי שבסוף השנה הזאת אני אסיים את הקריירה, הרגשתי שאני צריך כבר לעשות משהו אחר. מזג האוויר חם ויבש מהרגיל לעונה. משעות אחר הצהריים תנשבנה רוחות ערות בהרי הצפון ולאורך החוף. אלה החדשות שעורכת אילנה בנימין.
Hashem Adoneinu Ma'adi Yoshimecha Bechol Ha'aretz Adi Radi Reinu Hashem Adoneinu Ma'adi Yoshimecha Bechol Ha'aretz Ve'aya Hashem Oh 
JM in the AM. That's Micha Gammerman with Salah the, here on a um, Thursday morning broadcast, fourth day of the year. 5783. Shlomo Katz with Adir Adirenu and Barosh Hashanah. You heard the Mazamram Choir and Avinu Malkenu. Dvekis opened up that set with Barosh Hashanah here at JM in the AM. Words I will again say this coming Wednesday on uh, Yom Kippur itself. JMNAM, good morning. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. It is the 29th of September, day number four in the month of Elul, excuse me, in the month of Tishrei. The brand new year is 5783. Tough Shin Pei Gimel. Tomorrow, it's Malcolm Honline who will join us in hour number two. Executive, uh, excuse me, vice chairman of the Conference of Presidents of Major American Jewish Organizations will be with us at 7.40 a.m. Eastern time for the weekly update. Make sure to be tuned in. Full schedule today here at the Nahum Siegel Network, including the Kenem presentation of the Arab Shabbos show, coming up at 7 p.m. and then again at 3 a.m. and 10 a.m. tomorrow here on the Nahum Siegel Network. Uh, plus, of course, don't forget Yossi's Weig and the Thursday live lunch starting at 11 a.m. this morning. That'll be coming up. Uh, right after Jam the AM today, it's Charlie Harari on the topic of our inner glow and Shabbos Shuva. Our inner glow and Shabbos Shuva. Charlie Harari at 9 a.m. Jew in the City speaks with Alice in a Priyom Kippur interview with her by Lord Jonathan Sachs of Blessed Memory. That's an encore presentation, obviously. Miriam L. Wallach, brand new edition of That's Life with Rebecca Spinner, creator of Checkmate Date. Miriam L. Wallach and That's Life with Rebecca Spinner at 10.30. Live lunch, as we said, at 11. Throwback Thursday will feature a classic edition of JM in the AM. Uh, 7 p.m. for the Arab Shabbos show with Mark Zamek, brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. And Tani Talks Parsha. With Tani Gutterman, a brief discussion about the Torah portion of the week coming up at 10 p.m. tonight, right after the Erev Shabbos show with Mark Zomik. So plenty going on, lots happening, and as we always say, especially on Thursday, keep it here all day long for yet another incredible presentation of the Nahum Siegel Network. Yeah, you'll be glad that you uh, had it here all day long. Great content, wonderful shows, wonderful music. And uh, really a great way to spend the day, whether you're at work, in the car, preparing for a Shabbos Shuva, whatever the case may be. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizok. Good morning. We learn, Rabbi Yehuda says in the name of Rab, autumn span from one end of the world to the other. Rebbe Lazar says the height of Adam Arishon was from the ground until the Rakia. When Adam sinned, Hashem placed his hand on him and diminished him. Reb Chaim Shmulevit says this does not specifically refer to height, but rather to his kochos, his power, his perception. The whole world was in his musag. His reach was not confined until he sinned. Then Hashem put a limitation on his kochos. We understand that a person has a great deal of power, much greater than our own perception. A man can exceed what he perceives are his limitations. Like we see, it says in Shmos, that Basia went, she reached out, to bring Moshe Rabbeinu in from the water. The Gemara tells us that her hand extended many cubits. It's unnecessary to say that afterwards another miracle happened and her hand had returned to the way it was 
before. We understand how far it was from her hand to the Teva, where Moshe Rabbeinu was. The daughter of Paro did not stop and think that she might not be able to reach it. She extended all of her kochos to save the child in the water. She gathered her courage and her strength and stretched out her hand. Batya did not look for exemptions, answers that would have exempted her from saving the child. She did a misa. It seems to be irrational. A misa that seems to be beyond the capabilities of a human being. Why? Because she wanted to save the child and a miracle happened. A person has much more kochos, much more power than we think that we do. In fact, Experts in the medical field argue that within the lifetime of a person, we use only one-tenth of our brain cells. There are few people who see their real potential and try to go beyond their self-imposed limitations. Furthermore, a person shouldn't say, how could I reach to the level of the great people that Sadiqim and the Noshim Tzidkonios that lived before us? Everything depends on our rotson, our will, on our heart and our thoughts. It is dependent on our sense of urgency to accomplish an aliyah, an upward stride in Torah and mitzvos. If we have the fire inside to light that power and that strength, then we are able to accomplish far beyond what we thought were our limitations. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you Morning Chizik. Have a nice day. J.M. and the A.M. Thank you, Rabbi Goldwasser. Well, one of the people that I uh, leaned on in the aftermath of the studio fire back on March the 27th uh, is Rabbi Ben-Sion Klatsko. Many of you know him from Shabbat.com. Many of you are uh, aware of the fact that he's always introducing amazing initiatives. Uh, many of you may not be aware of the fact that uh, when it comes to episodes like mine, he could be a very, very comforting figure. And I'll take this opportunity, uh, even though it goes back to last year, because we're already in 5783, but I will thank him <laughs> for being there uh, for me and so many others who go through traumatic situations, especially uh, those involving fire. And to thank him, and I'll remind everybody out there that when someone goes through a traumatic situation and goes through difficult times, all of us to whatever level and capacity, have the ability to uh, be sympathetic and to um, be understanding and to um, help that person get through the circumstances at hand. Keep that in mind. Uh, it's something that, um, that I hope is a positive outgrowth from this entire episode. Rabbi Ben-Sion Klatsko today is being introduced as... Uh, one of the founders of Siyum Yomi, and we will explore what this whole thing is about here at JM and the AM. Rabbi Klatsko, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM and the AM. Thank you so much. Good morning, Nachum, and good morning to the listening audience. Uh, yes, and good morning and a good yard to you. And it does seem like you're always involved in some new creative initiative uh, in the Jewish world. Can you tell our audience what is Siyum Yomi, and by the way, for those who are not 100% familiar with the vernacular, I guess we should translate it as uh, daily completion. Would that be a good way of saying it? Yeah, that's exactly it. 
completing something daily, and theum usually connotes a joyous occasion, like when right. one makes a theum, one makes a party. So um, uh, essentially, the, this is sort of um, the the 20-second background uh, during COVID. I had an opportunity to speak uh, once or twice a week in a, in a, in a local yeshiva, and there were some young men, and I challenged them to make a difference in the world and to come up with some sort of a project. And, you know, some of them came up with theoretical ideas, but these two young men, they came up with um, Mishnayis, and they said, well, just, just Mishnayis is not a new thing, but if we did it in a way that people would feel connected uh, and would feel like they're accomplishing something. So the idea of Siyum Yomi is to complete all of the Mishnayis in Shas every single day by a person accepting upon themselves to do one Mishnah a day, even though it's the same Mishnah. Right. So so a person can take the first Mishnah in Brachos, and they just repeat that Mishnah each day, maybe when they're putting their spelling away. It just takes um, 20 seconds, but if we have uh, enough people doing it, then we're able to make a theme each day. And um, this is a tremendous cost to make a theme, the big merit. And uh, we're doing it specifically for those who never can't have children and uh, and um, are doing any, anything in their power. We have a time involved, the organization, a time. They're excited about it. And we try uh, physically and medically uh, to do our research and to, to to figure out what the cause is, but we can't forget our spiritual channels, and that's what Team Yomi is doing. I want to I want to talk about that, but I want to backtrack for a moment. Uh, you said that um, you know if, if membership reaches a certain level, a seum can be completed, a seum can be celebrated, so to speak, every single day. How many people do you need to do that if one person is studying the same Mishnah each day? And how many people are we up to so far with Siyum Yomi? So the answer to the first question is you need uh, a little over 4,000. The answer to the second question is you have to ask my boys. Uh, We're... we're I, I I don't know. They're the they're the wonderful bean counters. Uh, we I would say like this. We we since the initiative really started Rosh Hashanah, so it's only uh, I mean that that's when that's when the cycle begins. Right. So we already have many hundreds of people sign up. Uh, we're not there yet, but um, but I think exposure in the Nachum Siegel show will will go a long way. <laughs> I appreciate that very much. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 I, I just want people to know because they're probably curious how they could sign up if they go to siumyomi.org that's the easiest way right right and just the way it sounds s-i-y-u-m-y-o-m-i that organ if somebody doesn't have a they don't have a computer or they don't have internet then they would just call there's a there's a hotline 718-664 yomi Rabbi Ben Sion Klatsko is with us. Siyumyomi.org, S I Y U M Y O M I.org. Honestly, Rabbi Klatsko, knowing how these initiatives work and how people, you know, hop on the bandwagon when it's a relatively easy uh, thing to do each day, I don't think you're going to have much trouble getting over 4,000 in the near future. Amen. 
Amen. I'll take that as a bracha from a tzaddik. <laughs> not, not a tzaddik, but I just think because when one observes the Jewish community and sees what happens when people, you know, pitch in a little here, a little there, whether it's money or Torah study, whatever the case may be, it always seems like that goal is really attainable. Yeah, absolutely. We, we've even talked about having multiple yumim a day. And, um, and one of the things I, I think to think about is that if, we, if we're able to do this, then each day we can uh, honor another person uh, with making the grand film for the Jewish people. And each day, whether it's uh, Holocaust Memorial Day or whether it's for Ari Fold or for, for whatever it is, we can have specific um, things to remember. And each day becomes a, its own um, edit, its own memorial. Right. Uh, do you envision, by the way, that each day would have a formal seum? And I'm, I'm getting to something here because, uh, and you'll get my point in a minute, but, you know, when a formal seum takes place, there is a, uh, you know, there's a text that's recited, which, by the way, takes a lot longer than the one Mishnah that one would be studying each day. <laughs> a, a text that's recited, I assume there would be an audience participation that would be encouraged, uh, whether it be, you know, live on one of the social media sites or a program like this, wherever it might be. So do you envision that there would actually be a celebratory seum each and every day? Yes, yes, definitely. Um, I don't know how big the audience would be if it would be live, but a concept like uh, if we're floating, a concept on you know the theme of the day in the Nachum Siegel show or something like that, I, I think it's uh, Kiddush Hashem. Oh, I agree with you. That it's a kiddush Hashem. I just and what I'm getting at, and maybe I'm just one of those old guys out there that <laughs> that, that you know mar- marvels at the way that these things move forward technologically. But I, I you know, the seum in general has been under scrutiny for the last couple of decades, uh, primarily because of the way we lean on the seum to be able to eat meat during the nine days, right? So everyone's always got their opinion about the seum. Uh, and, and, and then, of course, when dafyomi became, you know, a really a hot activity, thank God, uh, there are people who save up their siyumim, you know, for an occasion that they may need, whether it's a yard site or some type of celebration. So they save up those, you know, last passages of each mesechta. And it seems, and excuse the term, I'm, I'm using it only for the context of this conversation, it seems in a way that the siyum is somewhat of a stunt. Now, I agree with you if, you if you would say that it's a good stunt because look what it's doing. It's spreading Torah and it's encouraging people people to hop aboard is this something that in 2022 we just have to accept that in order to you know continue and increase the amount of Torah study there needs to be some shtick or some stunt associated with it um yeah i mean outside of the pageantry of what a seum means the the idea that we could complete something in a in a day when people feel a little bit down on themselves and a perhaps a little bit depressed and, you know, they want to feel like, wow, you know, I can accomplish, I could start something, I can finish it, or even more so, I could feel part of a cloud. Uh, you, you, had, you had mentioned that I have uh, about.com. So one, one of the things, and I, I just did this yesterday, is I, I reached out for Shana Tova to some of our mass audience in France and Argentina, and, and I got some messages back, people saying, I feel so disconnected from the Jewish community. That's why I signed up. I want to get connected. Can you imagine if that person, were, if I were to say, do, do a Mishnah a day 
and then you're going to feel connected because you're going to be part of a larger community that just did something magnificent, and each day you can have a stake in that. Um, emotionally, it's a it, it could be a very wellness uh, kind of a thing to do. And you have, um, look, you have obviously a great appreciation between the website, the app, and all the other traditional and your social media. Obviously, you have a tremendous appreciation, rightfully so, for the power of social media and the power of technology, especially as it relates uh, to the growth uh, in Judaism that people are seeking around the world. Uh, In the old days, I guess, you know, if if there would be people at a minion, people uh, in shul every day, you'd be limited to them in order to do something bachabura. You'd be limited to them in order to do something in a group. And today, uh, and, and this is the, the really positive aspect of it. One can study a Mishnah, and at the same time or during the same day, thousands of others can be mashlim, can be completing a, a siyam, a, a seder of Mishnayis or Shisha Sidre Mishnah, who knows? Um, you know, collectively, and it, it, it's it's almost you know it, it's almost hard to conceive if you tell anybody in Jewish history that you could reach thousands of people each day and be part of a seum that's taking place and connecting people from thousands of miles away. It would be so it, it would be vastly impossible for them to even understand the concept. Do you sometimes just sit back and say to yourself, "Wow, what an unbelievable era we're living in"? Yeah, I love that you put it like that. I really think it's it's something that the previous Doros couldn't fathom. And um, th- today we we can use technology and a uh, way of connecting each other to to accomplish something which which individually is not a big thing, but collectively uh, it's a statement. And we're we're all about statements in Judaism. And just the fact that. Um... There, I mean, through so many initiatives, including this one, one can spend a minute or two. I mean, this is the whole Mishnah Yomi revolution, right? You spend a minute or two or three minutes or four minutes, whatever it is per day. And, you know, after a while, you know, look back at having accomplished such an amazing thing, such an incredible experience and accomplishment is really unbelievable. And it's something that's uh, unique, obviously, to this generation for the reasons we said, right? Ben Sion Klatsko is with us. We're talking about Siyum Yomi, S-I-Y-U-M-Y-O-M-I.org. It's very simple. If uh, everybody who signs up studies one Mishnah per day, eventually, on a daily basis, there is going to be a seum that's taking place, a legitimate seum that's taking place, linking thousands of people around the world. Uh, you mentioned that there's a special a part of this initiative um, that's being dedicated, or I should say the initiative in general is being dedicated to those couples who have not yet been blessed with children, and um, you mentioned, you know, the support of organizations and research that's going on, uh, but in general, this is a good time of year to ask someone like you or by Klatsko, uh, who, who, who understands what it is to be sensitive to the uh, situations that others are going through, um, to remind all of us just how sensitive it is for those who are in a situation like that. And uh, often there's not, you know, anything that can be said, although some might not agree with that, uh, can be said that's comforting to them. But there needs to be a level of understanding, a level of compassion in our community for those who are in that type of situation. What can you tell us about this message this time of year? Uh, this, is, this is something near and dear to my heart. Well, you know, we didn't have kids right away in the beginning. And, you know, Baruch Hashem, today we have a large family. But I just gave a, a little taste of wanting and each month waiting and wondering, are we defective? Are we incapable? Are we, and it, it, 
are, are we going to build a family or is this, are we going to be one of those who just struggle for years and years? And, uh, you know, every, everyone tries to put their best face forward. But when you see a couple like that, um, you know, the, 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 the sympathy, the empathy, and um, the sensitivity, as you, as you said, uh, has to be, has to be really strong because the, they wouldn't show how much they're hurting because it's, it's not so dignified to, to make a big deal out of it each time they see a bar mitzvah or a chasna and everyone dressing up their little kindlach and matching outfits. But inside, it could be very painful. Um, so um, in, in whatever way we can, you know, thank God. We had a grand, grandson yesterday. And um, this little yeah, last night I uh, went to the hospital and, and I spoke to my son about that kind of sensitivity because we're about to be somewhere where somebody else is having a struggle. You want to celebrate, but you don't want to overly celebrate to make someone else feel feel lacking. And I say this time of year, and and you just alluded to it, but I'm gonna I'm gonna say it even further. Um, mm-hmm. When one sees you know a father and child standing and listening to the chauffeur together. And when one and when one sees uh, uh, a family sitting in a sukkah and enjoying a meal together, and when one sees Simchas Torah and the boys and girls having a great time with their parents as we celebrate the uh, uh, the completion of the Torah, the, these things that we all take for granted—not a criticism, just a reality—are uh, are such sensitive episodes for people in the situation that you just described. So we go, we go through our day, and it's you know essentially no big deal. Every one of these steps is a big deal to those who are not yet parents. So it's certainly something to keep in mind. And like I said, this time of year, especially. Absolutely. And I, I would even put, you know, flip it over and say, if you do have children and you're having somewhat of a struggle with them, uh, don't forget to thank God and say, you know, I got my struggles and got my challenges, but thank God Hashem blessed me and trusted me with these children and, I'll take them with all the peklach and all the difficulty. I have to have hakara satov. Yeah, well, that's an important message. You're right about that, right? Ben Sion Klatsko is with us. Talking about siumyomi.org. Siumyomi.org. You mentioned the phone number for those who aren't online. What could you tell them about uh, signing up for Siumyomi? Yeah, so, so I'll give you the phone number. First off, it's 718-664-YOMI, Y-O-M-I, and that is 664-9664. Um, there is an Israeli number as well. It's 072 Um The idea of calling, and we, we originally we originally set this up in order uh, for those who don't have access to the internet to be able to join as well. Uh, they just call, and we have a, a very uh, sophisticated automated system which says, you know, if you pick Zroim. Uh, choose one, to pick Mayit, choose two, to pick Perak Olive, choose one. And then this way you can actually choose on the phone uh, if you don't have a computer. But uh, if you do have a computer, I'd recommend it's just quick. Yeah, yeah understood. That's, that. the, that's the easiest way. We get it. But if those of you without uh, access, 718-664-YOMI, 
Yomi. Um, it's uh, Siyom Yomi, everybody. It's another initiative, another amazing way for people to connect around the world through Torah study. And everybody out there, if you uh, make sure to sign up, uh, you can help everybody get to uh, everyone at Siyom Yomi get to the thousands that they need to actually make a Siyom each and every day, which is, as we said, something that uh, our <laughs> our ancestors would never believe that we would be connected to this level. Uh, and um, I, I mentioned earlier, my Klatsko, about uh, your sensitivity toward those who've been through traumatic episodes, and I thank you for the support that you've given us uh, during our difficult time. Uh, how do you keep going when people ask you uh, about surviving tragic situations and people ask you about a perspective, again, especially this time of year, I can imagine uh, you, like I, probably uh, had, had, had different thoughts than others when we were reading Miva Eish and Miva Mayim uh, this past Rosh Hashanah. Um, what, do you, what do you say the secret is? What could you tell our audience in general who are struggling with really difficult situations about getting through them? Yeah, it's, it's very difficult as the situation is happening in the moment to really focus. That's the truth. We're very human and, and that no one can be blamed for uh, feeling down. But the, the real secret in, in all of life is to focus on the bracha. And um, th- there is always bracha. And it's, it's much easier to stare at the accident than it is to notice the smooth traffic. But Hashem gives us a lot of bracha. And uh, if we focus on that bracha, We'll see in the grand scheme of things, in a certain way, Gamzayavar, and uh, it, it it will pass, and it doesn't mean we're going to recover everything. We're not. Some losses are are losses. They're just a loss. It's part of life, and it's sad. Um, but in general, we focus on bracha, and we're able to get to it because we know that there's much more bracha than there is than there are challenges. So what's the better perspective on the fourth day of the new year? Should I be saying, God, please just give me a peaceful, calm year? Or should I be saying, God, give me the type of year you think I need? <laughs> which one Which one do you think is a better one? <laughs> I would say the first one. <laughs> oh, good. I'm glad that's legitimate because, frankly, that's what's been going through my mind for the last week. <laughs> yeah. Listen, like, I, you know, I, I've heard people say, look, I got, God is much more creative than me. I just say, God, do you, do your thing. But I, I mean, and I, I, I relate to that and that part of the Muna. But I don't, I don't know if that's Sila. Sila means I, I want something, and right. I, I'm able to speak as a, as a person who needs something, and I turn to the King, and you can give it, and I can ask it, and and that's how that works. Yeah, that is how that works. And let's hope that, in fact, uh, all these amazing prayers that we are undertaking, and especially the extra ones that we are uh, undertaking during these 10 days, in fact, lead to an amazing year for all of Claudia Stroll, for everybody. And uh, hopefully more and more people will sign up for things like Seo Miomi and, uh, and, and utilize the technology that you've so brilliantly through Shabbat.com have utilized to enhance people's Shabbatot. Hopefully this will enhance people's uh, Torah study and their learning. Uh, by the way, is there a, uh, I, I have here a uh, selection from a Klatsko entitled Ain Kelokainu. Would you like to hear it to wrap up this conversation? I would love to. I love that song. <laughs> tell, me, tell, tell me about Luzi and Azaria. How, what what's their role in all of this? Oh, so, oh, in Simyomi or in the in, the music? Uh, in general? It, it seems like they're uh, that that they're part of the whole effort that the Klatsko family has undertaken. Yeah, the, the idea is that um, 
music is the language of the soul, and uh, that's not just like that's just not a thing. It's it's who we are. We need to hear music. It takes us to the place, to a place where we need to get. And until it came, interestingly enough, since it's sung all over the world, we all know the words, and that right. there's, a, there's a comfort level right there. And that, that the Yiddish part in that song is what my grandfather used to sing on Seder night. Wow. Uh, after, after we finished the stage, so I composed the Intelligena, but uh, there's no one like our God. And then he would, he would actually sing that in English and then in Yiddish and then in German and then in French. Amazing. And, uh, yeah, but we, we couldn't pull off anything but the English. <laughs> You know, you're you're somebody, by the way, and we'll we'll get to the song, everybody. It's just when Robert Klotz goes on, it's hard for me to sue to, to end the conversation. <laughs> I I find it too inspiring and fascinating. You're somebody who, um, you know, enjoys. I think the whole world knows this. Enjoys a massive crowd at your family Shabbos table, right? That would be accurate, correct? Right. It, right. it, it, it must. It, this whole pandemic must have been such a, not just a a challenge for you, but in some ways a, a test for you. Um, and, and knowing you, there must have been some positives uh, to to not having the guests that you normally, you know, would have had during the regular year. How did you survive those months? Yeah, I mean, it was difficult because to, to, having the guests is our lifeblood. However, I, I would say I think I became a better father. Wow. Um, and uh, you know we we don't want to believe we're good good parents, but in uh, in our heart of hearts we could always do better, be better. And um, I gave my kids more focus, maybe myself a little more focus. And I it, it's not to discount or have any kind of regrets that we're we're, we're going back to the large uh, Shabbatonim they're needed, and and my kids enjoy them. They they like the big Shabbatim, but there were definitely positive positives having a smaller crowd and some of the guests and the smaller crowds also said that they enjoy the personal attention interesting interesting the cup is always full i was just gonna say there's yeah you don't even believe in the half full you just believe the cup's always full that's the end of it (laughs) which is pretty amazing uh, I take this opportunity yeah. to wish, first of all, a lot of Hatzlacha. Everything you do, we're always wishing you a lot of Hatzlacha. And anything we can do to help out, you let us know. A lot of Hatzlacha with siyomyomi.org, siyomyomi.org. I hope a lot of our listeners do, in fact, sign up. And uh, I wish you and your entire family a uh, happy, healthy, sweet New Year. Gmar Chasimatova. And we should really have a year of great celebration, peace, and happiness. Amen, amen. And you and your whole mishpach and all the good work that you do for so many years, it's the uh, Hashem should give you cost to double and triple that, triple your audience and triple your hashpa, your influence. Amen. Thank you so much, Rabbi Klatsko. Always a pleasure. Rabbi Ben-Sion Klatsko on a Wednesday and a Thursday morning broadcast at America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program heard on listeners' sponsored digital radio. Round the world, the web, and AlchomSingle.com on the AlchomSingle Network and, of course, any beloved NSN app.
the AM. Naftali Kempa Sheafutsu. Vani done by Sandy. You heard Yishai Rebo's Techef Yipatach. And Luzi Klatsko and company, as we promised you, with Enkel Okenu to open up the hour here at JM in the AM. Good morning and welcome. Thanks for joining us on this Thursday. Tomorrow, Malcolm Honline, Executive Vice Chairman, Conference of Presidents of Major American Jewish Organizations, will join us for the weekly update tomorrow here at JM in the AM, hour number two of our broadcast. Make sure to be tuned in. Um... This portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H. Abel's and Hyman makes traditional kosher delicacies, pastrami, corned beef, salami, and more. Old world classics, beef fry, kishka, and more. And modern, better for you kosher products, including no nitrate added, reduced fat, and reduced sodium hot dogs, plus many other unique items. Visit the website at kosherdogs.net and try A&H today. You'll be glad you did. Um, hang on a second. Sometimes you got to write a note to yourself, right? Um, there we go. Uh, what do we got here? More music for you on this Thursday morning broadcast. As we get set for uh, next week, a little bit of a different... Um, Schedule next week. Wednesday, we won't be here for Yom Kippur. The following week, Sukkot, uh, Monday and Tuesday. And the following week, Shemini Atzeres Simchas Torah, Monday and Tuesday. So some short weeks coming up. And then, of course, back to our regular schedule as we get set for the 5783 season here at JM in the AM.
Sorry, bad day. 
JM the AM with Chaim Bennett and company, the Shmakoleinu medley. Before that, Shuva Hashem and Shuva done by Zusha. And you heard Sholi in there with Hashivenu. JM the AM, good morning. Uh, 20 minutes before the hour, and I thank you for tuning in. Yeah, big celebration in Yankee Stadium. Well, actually, not at Yankee Stadium. <laughs> big celebration in Toronto last night. How could I, as a lifelong Yankee fan, not acknowledge the incredible accomplishment of Aaron Judge? Just unbelievable. Guy does his uh, does his thing in a very modest and unassuming way and accomplished something actually spectacular last night. Just amazing. Tomorrow morning on this program, it's Malcolm Honline, uh, Vice Chairman, Conference of Presidents, Major American Jewish Organizations. will join us for the weekly update, 7.40 a.m. tomorrow Eastern Time. Make sure to be tuned in. Um, right. That's tomorrow here at uh, JM in the AM. Uh, full schedule today. Let me go through this. We have a lot of stuff going on. Uh, Charlie Harari follows JM in the AM. Oh, before we get to the schedule, I just wanted to say hi to listener Daniel. Wishing us a Gemara Simatova from AJA Carpool number 204 down in Atlanta. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much. Oh, did I just lose? I think I just lost my internet connection, which <laughs> that's going to be a problem. That's going to be a problem in terms of trying to uh, give you today's schedule. I want to thank listener Ruvain. He says, really good stuff today. Keep it up. Did I get his email before Yuntif? Let's, oh, I'll check that out and let you know, Ruvain. Thank you. Appreciate all the communication from our listeners. Nachum at NachumSiegel.com, the NSN app, of course. Um... Oh, it seems that listener Daniel wants to hear Ein Kitzvah. Oh, we'll get to that again. I think we did it on uh, on Friday last week, right? Yeah. J.A. Mora, beautiful article in Mishbacha. It may not have been a broadcast, but I heard your voice through the whole article, even in printed word. Hatzlacha with the repair and recovery. Mark Sumitova, thank you. I haven't even seen it yet. I saw the original, meaning when it was sent to me to look over, but I haven't seen the actual magazine yet. Got to get a hold of one of those. And my thanks to Mishpacha Magazine. Nice reaction to the article. Um, and much appreciated. Thank you for that. Um, so we have a schedule today. We have a whole bunch of wonderful programming that's going to be happening throughout the day. At 9 o'clock, it is, in fact, the one and only Charlie Harari. Our inner glow and Shabbos Shuva is his topic. Our inner glow and Shabbos Shuva. Jew in the City Speaks at 10 o'clock. Allison has a, uh, an encore of her conversation from Priyam Kipper a couple of years back with the right Lord Jonathan Sachs of Blessed Memory. At 10.30, Miriam Alwalek, brand new edition of That's Life with Rebecca Spinner, creator of Checkmate Date. Rebecca Spinner, creator of Checkmate Date on Miriam Alwalek's That's Life at 10.30. Live lunch on a Thursday with Yossi Zweig, 11 until 1. Throwback Thursday at 1 o'clock. The Arab Shabbos Show with Mark Zamek at 7 p.m. Brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. That'll be replayed at 3 a.m. and 10 a.m. tomorrow. And, of course, Tani Talks Parsha with Tani Gutterman. That happens at 10 p.m. tonight. Tani Talks Parsha right here on the Nahum Siegel Network. All right. A lot of good things going on. More coming up. It is a Thursday morning edition of JM in the AM. Thank you. 
Oh 
J.M. and the A.M. Lave Tahar wrapping things up for us on this uh, Thursday morning broadcast uh, with Hallelujah. Before that, Aryeh Kunstler's Michamocha, New Day and New Year with Shalshalis Jr. Yishai Rebo had Ochila. And, um, uh, and there there you have it. Uh, J.M. and the A.M. with a full schedule today. Don't forget, brand new edition of um, Charlie Harari coming up next and the topic of uh, Shabbos Shuvah. 10 o'clock for Jew in the City Speaks, the encore of uh, Allison's conversation with the late, great Rabbi Lord Jonathan Sachs. Miriam Alwalek is brand new with That's Life. Has a very interesting conversation with an interesting guest about a brand new dating website, but not what you're thinking. Make sure to be tuned in at 10.30 Eastern Time. 11 o'clock for Yossi Zweig and the Thursday Live Lunch. A, um, a... Kedem presentation of the Arab Shabbos show with Mark Zamek. That's going to happen at 7 p.m. and again at 3 a.m. and 10 a.m. tomorrow. All brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. 
And the Tani Talks Parsha with Tani Gutterman tonight. That starts at 10 p.m. Eastern time right here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Uh, so what can we say other than make sure to keep it on all day long? You'll be glad you did. Coming up at uh, coming up tomorrow, Friday, 7.40 a.m. Eastern time. It's, of course, Malcolm Honeline with the first weekly update of 5783. Make sure to be tuned in for that. Lots of important information we'll be going through. Again, a big thank you to Mishpacha Magazine. Mishpacha Magazine, a uh, a big thank you to them for the coverage of um, our studio fire and uh, what we've been doing since then. Much appreciated. Uh, got a nice reaction from around the world. Very, very happy about that. And um, what else did I want to mention? Um, something else I just wanted to mention. I can't remember what it was. <laughs> anyway, uh, tomorrow morning we're back and we'll start at 6 a.m. Make sure to join us. Brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSegal.com, on the NachumSegal Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. Wraps up an amazing Thursday here at JM in the AM. Plenty more tomorrow, as we've been saying, and of course, all day long. Make sure to keep it right here at the Nahum Siegel Network. If you do not receive our uh, weekly newsletter or our daily thread, just write to Avrami. He'll rectify that in a moment. AF at NahumSiegel.com. AF at NahumSiegel.com. And a big thank you to Avrami for all of his behind-the-scenes and in-front-of-the-scenes work on behalf of NSN. Have a fabulous Thursday. Till tomorrow, Nahum Siegel reminding you, remember to pass, live the present, and trust the future.